<coughs> one of the shilas that Rabbonim get asked around this time of year is, of course, the lots of variations of the shilah, but the question of giving gifts or other incentives to non-Jewish colleagues, employees, neighbors, postmen, etc. So the, 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 the first part of the question, which is not what we're going to deal with in this year, the first part of the question is the, the, the simple part of the question in a way, which is the, <coughs> the fact that you're presenting the non-Jew with something which is being mechabed their religion, their festival, if they are religious, if they're not religious, etc. And that's one sugya. That's a whole sugya by itself, and that's not what we're going to deal with this time. Generally speaking, that is muta, and there's a sugya about it. We're not going to go into that. Second part of the question, which is what this year is going to be about, is about giving a non-Jew food items which are not kosher. So it's well known that many of the asurim of the Torah are some of the things that the Torah says we're not allowed to eat, we're also not allowed to benefit from. Not very many. The majority of the Esurim of the Torah and Midrabonon are only also for us to eat. However, what's perhaps not sufficiently well known is that there's a separate Issa, which is what we're going to deal with now, whether it's Midrabonon or Midrabonon, and Achloikas, to do business, to do Schoira with things that we are not allowed to eat. So, for example, shellfish, trefer meats, meat from trefer animals, or even just meat from animals that haven't been shechted, um, anything like that, which is also for us to eat midoraisa, there's a separate issa. Besides the issa of us eating it, there's an issa of us doing business um, transactions with those items. And we go a little bit into the ghetto of that and whether it's deraisa drabonon, and how that applies to some of these shilas that people are asking. Simplest version of the question is, can you buy chocolates to give to your neighbor? To which the answer is that generally chocolates are not treif midiraisa, even if they're not on the list. Um, they're still, at worst, cholavakum. There can be other problematic ingredients, but generally we assume that they're not treif midiraisa. Something which is only awesome to on, you're allowed to do business in, and therefore similarly allowed to give it to your, to your non-Jewish neighbor. However, if somebody would want to present their neighbor with a uh, hamper of food from Portland Masons, Harrods, whatever it is, or to send it to their clients, which is another common variant of the Shaila. And inside the hamper, there'll be the lobster and the pork pie and the champagne and whatever else. Then we come into a question of doing schoira, transacting with Warren Another variant of the same question, which we may or may not get to, is... Um, is the owner of a business hosting an office party at which trade for food is served. So let's start with the basics. So the, the basic starting point of this essay is a mission in Schmidt, in Schwiers. Um, there are two Mishnahs. I've only put one of them on the, on the Marimakomis here. The first Mishnah says that you're not allowed to do schoyer with Peris Schwiers. You're not allowed to do business with Peris Schwiers, which is mentioned in many sugis. It's well known. But the Mishnah, in fact, doesn't only say that Peris Schwiers have this restriction. It also says Leibe Pchoyerus. A bechor which has a mum and therefore is allowed to be used, or it doesn't have a mum and it's for the koyen, you're not allowed to sell that in the market, etc. Lobitrumus, lobinavelus, lobitrefus, lobitschatz, and lobimosim. Novelus animals that haven't been shifted, trefus animals that have a, a trefer, a trefus, which means that it's not, we're not allowed to eat it. One of the 48 um, problems with an animal which can render it a trefer, schatz, and which is obviously bugs and things like that. 
All of those things you're not allowed to do soil with. And the fact it's a klal, the shochnoch, passes a whole similar about it, you're in Zion, that anything that's awesome in rice to eat, even if not, no, you're not allowed to do soil, it's all based on this Mishnah. What's the Makoir of this halacha? So the Gemara says in Pesachim, Bahari Shratim, the Gemara is actually starting from the opposite point, which is the Gemara starts with a shitta that everything which is also Bahil is also also Bahanah. That is not only those particular Surim where it's very clear it passes Hanah, but everything where it says Loisoichal, it means that it's also Bahanah. And the Gemara says, I'll ask the question, Bahari Shratim, Drachmana, Omar, Sheketu, Loye, Ochel, it says there's an Issa to eat them. It's none. And the Mishnah says, this is the following Mishnah from the, from the one we just learned. If you happen to come across, whether you're a professional hunter, it explains whether you're a professional trapper or you just happen to be walking along in the street and you come across something, trade, you are allowed to sell that to go. And if it's also by now, that would not be permitted, meaning it's only an Issa as we've said, but it's not an Issa Hanar, full-fledged Issa Hanar. The word Lochem, which is superfluous, as everyone explains over there, Indicates that it is muta b'hanoah and therefore it's only also machila. Then the guarantee continues. Therefore, why is it not muta b'chatchila? Which is a reference to our isaschira that we've just learned about in the Mishnah. The pasuk that says lochem, which says it's not an isahanoah, it's only an isachila. Why do we, if it's muta, as we've just seen from the pasuk lochem, why is it also b'chatchila? And the Gemara brings a drasha yihu b'haviyosam yihu. So the Gemara implies that there is an isadayraisa to do business with. These Dwaramasurim. Gemara actually is talking about Shratim, it's a reference to this Mishnah, and there's a Machlaikus which showing whether everything is included in this Drasha, how exactly that works. But fundamentally, the Gemara appears to have stated that there's an Issa Dairaisa based on these words, Yihyu and Lochem, that although it's Mutabahana, Shratim, or Nevelas, Trefer, Shratim, Mosim, anything else, although it's Mutabahana, the Issa of the Torah only applies to eating it, despite that, it is Asa Bishoira. Simple reading of the Gemara is that it's an Issa Dairaisa. That's Mufurish in Toysus, which is, you won't read it inside, but Toysus in, in Ois Gimel on the Maramakomis says Mufurish is Nisadaraisa, the Rosh says it's Nisadaraisa, the Rambam is Mashmai, it's Nisadaraisa, and as we'll see, many Rishonim, maybe most Rishonim, take on that this is a genuine Nisadaraisa based on these Psukim, that although the surface reading of the Psukim and the famous halachas that apply to these, assuring these mitzvahs is only an Issa Achila, not an Issa Anor, but there's a separate restriction on doing Schoira. Um, we'll just jump, we're going to come back to the two Chuvas Harashba, which are in the Marmachomas here, at least outside, we're just going to jump to the Shaila of the Chuvas Hadeshen, which is number Vov, um, I'm just going to go through this outside. So the Chuvas Hadeshen asked himself, as well known, the Shailas in, in Sefer Chuvas Hadeshen were Shailas that he asked himself, they weren't Shailas that he received. Chuvas Hadeshen discusses, if you're not allowed to do Schoiris, you're not allowed to do business with Zoram HaSorim, you're not allowed to as is implicit from the mission that we've just seen, you're, if you come across something else, you're allowed to sell it. You're not allowed to deliberately go and buy it in order to sell it. That's much from the Mishnah, even as a one-off. That, that would be the implication, because since it says if you come across it, you're allowed to pick it up and sell it. It implies that even as a one-off, you're not allowed to um, deliberately go and buy it in order to make a profit from it. So the translation discusses what would happen if you are lending money to a guy. You're lending it for ribis. This is your business. You're making money off that. And the guy offers you security, something which is asabachila. So the guy, you, you're not going to lend him the money unless you have a mashkin, unless you have some sort of security, something that you can take into your control so that if he runs away, declares bankruptcy, whatever it is, somehow avoids paying, you can keep that and make sure you're not going to lose your money. 
Are you allowed to take something which is also ba'achila or not? Is that considered doing schayra? Are you doing business with this item? Your, the fundamental structure of your business is you lend money and you charge interest. That's simple business. However, you are only able in this particular situation with this one guy to set up your business with the security and the security is this thing which is also ba'achila. Is that considered doing schayra? Are you doing business with this tray for meat, whatever it may be, that um, the guy is offering to you. So the translation says it's a double partial that if a guy owes you money and you're going to take the, you're going to claim the money and the only thing available is something which is trade, that you can take, that's not called doing schayra. That's a double partial because that's no worse than nizdamnu. If you find a dead trade for animal lying in the street, you're allowed to pick it up and sell it for a profit, as we've seen in the Mishnah, as the more quotes from Sachim based on the word lachem. Similarly, if the guy owes you money and if you don't take advantage of the opportunity of grabbing whatever it is he's offering to you, you may not get your money back. You don't know what's going to happen. You say no, now I'm going to come back next week. Something else. You don't know what's going to happen. Therefore, you're definitely allowed to take this item. However, the translation isn't sure. Can you, at the beginning of the loan, at the, when you set up the loan and, he, and you insist that you have to receive security, can that security be this type of thing? Or are you expected, are you just to refuse the offer, just to refuse the, 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 the guys offer of security and just not lend him the money and not do that, not, not, not do this business. Is that called doing schayr? So Trumas Adeshin says that there's a machlekes rishonim. We've already seen that according to Taisfus and according to several rishonim, the issa of doing schayr with Baramasurim is, is an issa deiraisa. Trumas Adeshin clearly assumes that if it's an issa deiraisa, this case of taking security on a loan would also be offset because practically speaking, you are doing business with this Baba Ha'asur. He doesn't, he, if it's an Isidoraisa, we'll come back to exactly why he makes this assumption, but if it's a genuine Isidoraisa, as so far we have seen in the Rishonim, translation says it seems to assume that it's obvious that you would not be allowed to give, give the guy this loan. You're not allowed, if it's an Isidoraisa doing business, to give a guy a loan and take as the security the tray for meat, the tray for fish, whatever it is that we are, we are discussing. However, Shulman says that in Gillian de Toysfus, which we don't have, but he quotes this from Gillian de Toysfus, Gillian de Toysfus says that it's an Isidra Bonon. Since it's only an Isidra Bonon, and the Gemara Pesachim, he says, is only an Asmachta, therefore the Shulman says if it's only an Isidra Bonon, perhaps the Rabonon only applied this Isa when you actually take possession and ownership of the item. So if it's an Isidra Raisa, it seems obvious to the Shulman that whether you actually own the stock or not, whether you're buying the novella and selling it, or whether you're taking it as security for a loan, if practically speaking, you are doing business with this item, it will be awesome. However, the translation says, since it's only an Isidra Bonon, in his, in his opinion, since it's only an Isidra Bonon, and if it's only an Isidra Bonon, we don't need to extend it any further than the Chazal have explicitly said, maybe the Isidra Bonon only applies if you actually own the items, so you buy them and you sell them, but if you're just doing other types of business with this item, such as taking them as security on a loan, then that would be mutter. The recession concludes that even though, in his opinion, it's mutter, but mechua hadava, it's really not correct thing to do. It's something disgusting for a yid to be doing business based on the security of trade for items, which he actually will be taking into his stockroom to keep there as security for the loan. So, in the fundamental understanding of this issa, of the issa of doing schoyer with the Zoram Asurim, Shemazveshim has told us that there's a nafkimina dependent on whether it's an isidoraisa or drabonon. If it's an isidoraisa, the Shemazveshim takes on that it must be that it will apply to absolutely any type of doing business with drabonon. 
whether you are doing business by buying them and then selling them when you find a buyer, or whether you're doing business only by taking them as security for a loan or any other example we can think of, the possession seems to assume, he doesn't speak this out, but he simply assumes that it must be Osa. However, since he holds its only drop on, and then one can argue that it's only if you take it into your possession. The Maiser, as we saw, Tosfus and many Rishonim hold that it is an Isha Deiraisa. So Choyra, according to them, the final suck of the transaction, which is it's Muta to take them as security for a loan, would not be correct. Translation himself says that if it would be an Isha Deiraisa, you wouldn't be allowed to do this. It's only because it's an Isha Deiraisa that he says it's Minhadin Muta in his opinion, but Mechua Hadavah is something disgusting and revolting. Therefore, Lefitosfus, the Rosh, the Rambam, etc., it would actually remain that the Maskana is unlike the translation that it's Muta but Mechua, but it actually should be Asa. The Shukhnarach, if you look in the Shukhnarach, this is on the second page, I sign the Shukhnarach actually Tuscans. This is the very beginning of Sinful Kitzayim in Yerdea. Called Avasha Asmin Atoira, Hobisha Muta Bahano, anything which is Asa Machila, whether it's Nevelis, Trefus, Trefa fish, Trefa animals. Shkotim, Ramosim, whatever it may be. Afal pishem muta b'hano, even though it's muta b'hano, it's not like also b'cholav and those other things which are also b'hano. Im hudava miyuchet l'machol, if it's a food stuff, which is one of the conditions in the Issa, which we haven't seen. Also l'asas be'eschoyra, then the Ramor adds, oy l'hal v'esolom. The Ramor says, based on the translation, as the Ramakonim say in, in, in brackets in the Ramor, that you're not allowed to lend money using this dava ha'osam in ha'toyra as security, because that's included in the Issa of doing Sechoyer with Tvarim HaSorim. So it's clear in the Lashon of the Ramah, the Taz and many Achreinim are like this, it's clear in the Lashon of the Ramah that although um, the Trumsadeshin himself concludes that it's Muta to do this type of business, but Mechua Hadava, but he holds it also. Had he held like the Trumsadeshin that because it's Arena Sidra Bonon, you would be allowed to do any type of Sechoyer, any type of commercial transaction with these things, such as taking it to security for a loan, but Mechua Hadava, he would have said, it's Muta, but Mechua Hadava. It's clear in the Ramah, and so I didn't put the font differently to, to indicate that it's the Ramah, but this is the Ramah. Clear in the Ramah that this is also exactly to the same level as it's also to buy it and sell it. Why has he changed from the Trumasadeshin? So, several answers, one of which we've already alluded to. Trumasadeshin builds his psak, that it's muta, on the fact that Gilion Hathostas says that it's only an Isidra Clearly implicit in the Trumasadeshin that were it an Isidra it would be also min hadin. Because if it's an Issa de Raisa, any business is Osa, you can't say it's only if you own it. Therefore, perhaps there are more Paskans that it's an Issa de Raisa, like we've seen in Toysus, in the Rosh, in the Rambam, and therefore it's Osa. That's one shot. From Zadeshin, who is Matir, but says it's Mukhur, holds it's only Drabonon, we hold it's Osa de Raisa, if it's Osa de Raisa. From Zadeshin himself has clearly stated that he wouldn't have applied his head, so therefore the Ramah has Paskans that it's Osa de Raisa. And the Maramokam in brackets, from Zadeshin, is, is misleading. That's one pshat. The second pshat is based on the Chuvas Harashba. So I put here in the Taz and Ches. Without seeing it inside, I'm just going to tell you there are two Chuvas Harashba about this Issa. Chuvas Harashba is Machoikas Achreinim, how to understand the Chuvas Harashba. Chuvas Harashba in Chelek Aleph quotes a Yerushalmi. The Yerushalmi, when it says the same thing as Moram Sochim, Moram Sochim says, Lochem, that you're allowed to have Hanav, but Yehu, you're not allowed to have Sechira. The Yerushalmi describes it as Yehu, that it's an Osoba Hanav which is difficult to understand because it's not also banal. The Rishalmi says that the word Yehu tells us that Shkotsam and Ramosam also banal, but we know that's not the case. We know that you are allowed to be Nenna from there. Says the Rashba, what does the Rishalmi mean? The Rishalmi means there's an Issa Hano Derech Schoyra, that you're not allowed to benefit from them in a Schoyra way. 
From that, the Achronim suggests, at least in this Chubas Harashba, that the Rashba does hold, perhaps, that it's an Ishtadoi Raisa. Like we've seen in Toysus and the other Ishtadoi this, at least in this Chuba, the Rashba may well hold that it's an Ishtadoi Raisa. The Ishtadoi Raisa is Isahano Derech Stoire. It's a variant of Isahano. It's a type of Isahano that you're not allowed to benefit from these items, from these products, in a Schoire way which would make it very easy to understand why the translation assumes if it's Nisidaraisa that you can't do any benefit, it's nothing to do with ownership. You're not allowed to be nana, just like you couldn't give it to your dog without owning it, That's which would apply to Basel Kholov. Here, you're not allowed to be nana from it in a schoira way. There's a second Shavazarashva where he appears to say that, I can't disagree about this, we won't go into this, but the second Shavazarashva seems to say it's an Isidrabonon, and then the reason for the Isidrabonon is maybe you will come to eat it. So, Al-Kalponim, we have a machloikas how to understand the Rashba, but we now have a reason for the Isidrabonon. Shumasadashan says it's an Isidrabonon, maybe Chazal only said if you take ownership of it. The Rashba hasn't given us a clear indication what he holds in that, but the Rashba has said that if it's an Isidrabonon, the reason for the Isid is because if you're doing business with it, maybe you'll come to eat it, and it's a Harchoke, it's a Chazal, Xerif Chazal. Says the Taz, if the reason why it's an Isidrabonon is like the Rashba says that maybe you'll come to eat it, then there's no reason to assume that it would only apply if you take ownership of it. Even if you don't own it, if it's sitting in your warehouse as a mashkin, as a security for your loan, it's just as possible that you'll come to eat it as if you actually own it and are planning to sell it. So the Taz says that's the second chat in the remote. First chat in the remote we said is that even though the translation says you're allowed to use it for security on a loan, it's just mechua hadava. First chat in the remote is because it's osa raisa, and translation itself says it's osa raisa. No reason that you would be allowed to use it like this. Second shot, even if the Ramah agrees with the translation it's an Isidrabonon, perhaps he held that since the reason for the Isidrabonon is, like the Rashba says, that maybe you'll come to eat it, therefore he's not willing to accept the translation's Chiddush, that it would only apply if you own it. That's the starting point in the Psochim of the, how to understand the Isoid of the Din and the Psochim of the Ramah, which is that we have an Issa, which applies clearly even if you don't actually own the item, even if you're only taking it as a mashkin. A mashkin is a type of kin and you don't actually own it. Even if you don't actually take ownership of the item, but if you're nene from it, derech sfeira, as the Rashba describes it, if you're using it for a business transaction and deriving benefit from that use, it's osa, either midaraisa or midrabonon. And lahalacha, bottom line, the Ramah says that even if you haven't owned it, even if you haven't taken possession of it. Then we have a psak of Havois Maimonis, which is quoted in the Beis Yosef. It's actually much more in the Torah as well. He holds like this. The Havois Maimonis says that this is of doing schoira does not only apply to buying and selling and making a profit, but even buying something in order to give it as a gift to a guy will be also, because Matona Kamecher, we know in everywhere in Isuri Hano, especially if we take on board the Loshan of the Rashba, Hano Derech Schoira, we know that giving something as a gift is also a type of Hano. You benefit from it because but will be grateful to you. You're doing it because you're grateful to him. This is obviously the case for people who are sending gifts to their clients at this time of year. <coughs> that, that's the whole reason for it. You want to keep your client. So that is also a type of sphere, and that's also awesome. Therefore, so far, bottom line, very simple. The first version of the Shaila, which is, can I buy a pork pie to give to my non-Jewish neighbor or my non-Jewish worker or my non-Jewish uh, client as a gift whether this time of year or any time of year, definitely also. That's clear. No chaylik. They say supports That is called isas chayra. So, so far, we've seen that the isas chayra, whether Dairaisa Rabbonin, does not only apply to buying an item to sell it, it also applies to buying an idol to give it as a gift. 
And it also applies to taking it as security for a loan, which indicates that even if you're not actually taking ownership of it, it's still also as long as you are deriving benefit from it in a superior way. Then we come to the question of sending gifts to clients via a company. And that's a very, very common question. Somebody has a company, has a number of clients, whatever type of company it is, and the clients are expect to, if you want to keep the clients, it can be expected that you send them something significant, something prestigious at this time of year. You order something from whichever company it is. They send the hamper around in the hamper. Is that mutter or not? So we've said that for you to buy the item and take it to your neighbor, take it to your co-worker, take it to whoever it is, is definitely awesome. What about when you order it from a company and they deliver it? So, the chayra, you are nene from it, you are benefiting from it because it's being delivered to them as a gift in your name, on your behalf. And, if so, it would seem that it should be awesome. However, this is not so clear. So there's a famous chuvah of the chasm sofa. There are actually three chuvahs of the chasm sofa about this shayla and similar shaylas. He's not talking about exactly our case. Um, chasm sofa in Simukuk Dalet and Kuthay, both of which are the same shayla from Tura Bonin from Trieste. There, they both write to him that there was a significant business opportunity in their town and there was a machoikas between Rabon and whether they were able to permit people to take part in this or not. There were tray for fish that were being caught from the, in the Mediterranean. They were being delivered, salted and put in barrels at the ports on Trieste's, I think, in Romania, so wherever, somewhere near there. And um, people in Egypt were very interested in buying these, I think it's eels, and I'm not sure, he calls it, he says some, some words for it. Um, I think they're eels, and he, they were very interested in buying these, and there was significant profit to be made. Are the Yidin in Trieste allowed to do business with these salted fish? Tray for fish, obviously. Is the Sfeira, on the face of it, completely awesome. Says the Chassan Sofa, he has two shows about this, he has another Shaila about um, the license to sell pork, um, where he goes through very similar arguments. There's the long Bishvichuva about it in design, if you want to see all the different cases there. Um, says the Bishvichuva as follows. Says the Chassan Sofa, sorry, as follows. In our situation, we're talking about when there's an agent in Egypt and an agent in Trieste. The agent in Egypt is not Jewish, the agent in Trieste is Jewish. The agent in Egypt sends a message to his Jewish colleague and says, I'm able to sell a thousand barrels of trailer fish, go down to the port, place the order, have a thousand barrels of fish put on the ship and sent to me in Cairo. Right? So that would seem to be a straightforward as a story. The Yid is going down, placing the order, having them delivered. So the Chazan Seifer, no. We have two possibilities how we can understand the Issa Seifer, as we've seen already. Number one, maybe it's an Issa Deiraisa, and he says, Roy Rishonim holds an Issa Deiraisa. Issa Deiraisa, which we might use the words of the Rashba, of being Nene Derech Seifer. However, to say that you are Nene Derech Seifer in an Issa Deiraisa, says the Chazan Seifer, Although we've seen in the Ramah that you don't have to actually take ownership of it, but that's only if you are somehow responsible for it. Maybe it does need some sort of kinyan like a mashkin. You have to have some involvement in it in terms of Mishpat, in terms of, of, the, of how we understand the transaction that's going on. However, if your involvement is only as a shliach from somebody else, so if, for example, somebody works as a delivery driver, and his non-Jewish employer says, can you deliver this tray for meat from 
one place to another place. In that case, of course, it would not be an Isasoira. <coughs> Although, practically speaking, he's benefiting from it because he's being paid to do a job to transport it from one place to another. That, says the Chazam Sofer, if, even if it's an Isasoira, it definitely could not be an Isasoira. That's not possible because he has no actual involvement in the product. When I say no involvement, I don't mean he's not touching it, he's not moving it. That's the second point of the Chazam Sofer. When I say that he has no involvement, we mean that it's not his in any meaning. It's not his like a mashkin. It's not his like a picodon. He has no responsibility for it. He's just transporting it from A to B. So if the Issa Tzchoyre is an Issa Doiraisa, says the Chassan Sofa, then it definitely will only apply to a case where he has some direct involvement, Kenyan-wise, in the item. Over here, where all he's doing is going to the agent who has, going to the, the supplier, and placing an order and telling him to deliver it to somebody else, although it's obviously his business and he's profiting from it, but he's not actually responsible for it in any way. He has no Kenyan, he has no Achrayas, and therefore it's nothing to do with him. Practically speaking, it's as if he's only acting as the shliach of the agent in Cairo. Now, it's true that, in fact, he and the agents of Cairo will be sharing the profits, but we can look at it as only being the shliach. Second way of understanding this as Chayre is that it's an Isidra Bonon, like the Rashba says. If it's an Isidra Bonon, it's a Gzeira Shemo Yoichal. If it's a Gzeira, maybe you'll come to eat it, says the Chazan Sefer. Then he holds you would have to ask if he had any involvement physically. It wouldn't depend on whether he has transactional involvement. It will depend on whether he has physical involvement, because if it's in his warehouse, maybe he'll come to eat it. However, <coughs> again, over here, you have no involvement. Chazan Sefer says it does apply to a delivery person. In fact, because of this second reason. But all that being disagreed, it's in Chayr of Kutra more and other Israel, it's not It could be it's a Shem, it's not the same type of Achrayas he's talking about over here. It could, in Achrayas, he might be a Shem. Pardon? Shemiyakal is the same. Chazasoba holds the same Shemiyakal. The problem is that the one of Exorus seems to say clearly it only applies to Israel Hamar, which actually have been asked by someone who was offered to work as a delivery driver, which is a very interesting shame. Chazasoba does hold it applies, but Rove Kosim hold it doesn't. Second way of understanding is For that, says the Chazan Sofer, if he would take it into his warehouse, even if he has no involvement, he's only sending the order over to someone else, he has no Kenyan and nothing else, it would still be answer. However, the Chazan Sofer says, again, in our case of delivering the fish, this would not apply, because if he's delivering the fish, then he's not delivering the fish, he's just placing the order with the, with the supplier, telling him, go put it on the ship whenever you have them ready, he doesn't even have to have them yet. Go put them on the ship yourself, send them over to Egypt, and fine, I'm finished. So the Chazan Sofer says, in this case, Mimon of Shach. If it's an Isidoraisa and it applies to any transactional involvement, Chesh Mishpat, Bailas type level involvement, that doesn't apply over here because he has no kin. Or he, he's effectively only acting as the Shliach of the agent in Egypt. Although his profit-wise, he's not being paid only as an agent, he's being paid as a partner, that doesn't matter. And if the second reason, the reason is Shema Yoichal, then similarly there's no Gzeira over here because he has no actual direct contact with the fish. He may inspect the stock or something, but practically speaking, he's never taken it and take, and moved it to a different place. So perhaps we could argue that the head of the Chasm Sofer, which is that you have no Kenyan and no physical involvement, would apply equally. If you place an order with Fortnum and Masons and say, can you deliver a hamper um, containing whatever it's going to be to my client, <laughs> maybe we could argue it's the same. Halachically, you have no Kenyan, no bilas on the item. Legally, Pashtas, you also do not have any ownership of the item until it's been delivered. Um, you have no legal ownership. 
and you have no physical involvement. And therefore, although the transaction is taking place on your behalf, possibly we could argue that it would be included in the head of the Chasm Sefer. The first version of the Issa, Issa de Raisa, to have any transactional involvement, you don't have a Kenyan. Second version, physical involvement with Shema Yochal, you also don't have. However, Lechoyer, this is not correct for two reasons. First reason is that Chasm Sofer says, even after all his arguments, you can only rely on this Mokham Hefzid Nurba. And although I can't say for sure, but I would imagine that it's difficult to claim that you have to send a hamper from Fort Lewis Masons and it has to contain lobster and pork pie and otherwise it's a Hefzid Nurba. Presumably there must be alternatives which you can take adva- a person can take advantage of and retain the client. In which case, it's difficult to rely on the Chazan Sofa since he himself says he would only rely on this Malakam Hefzid Merubah. Secondly, why, second reason why it's slightly different is that the Chazan Sofa clearly stresses, um, we haven't gone through this inside, but if you look at the last paragraph of the Chazan Sofa, he emphasizes this very strongly. Chazan Sofa clearly stresses that <coughs> you can only rely on this Heta because genuinely speaking, if you look at the actual transaction of what has happened, Effectively, he has only acted as the agent of the, of the, of the actual business owner in, in, in Egypt. The business owner in Egypt sent him a message, said, sent this and this amount over. He's gone and placed the order and they've been delivered. Practically speaking, although legally he may be a partner in the business and he's maybe receiving his payment as a partner of the business, but all he's actually physically done is acted as an agent. In our case, he hasn't acted as an agent in any way. It's the opposite. He's asked the guy to send it on his behalf to his client. So he is, in fact, the instructor. He's, in fact, the person responsible, not responsible in in halachic sense, but the person who has placed the order and instructed this to take place. Therefore, Lechoyra, for these two reasons, firstly, because it's not Hefzim Ruba, and secondly, because although the arguments of the Chasm Sofa in that you don't have any violence and you don't have any physical involvement are true, the Chasm Sofa emphasizes you can only say it when you are effectively only a type of worker, um, in, in the sense that he's describing, both of those, uh, that also doesn't apply over here, since you're placing the order, the Chorah, it's implied in the Chasm Sofa, that in that case he would have asked it. Although the logic of the Chasm Sofa, which is that you have no actual legal ownership and you have no physical involvement for the possibility of Xerish Yochal, would seem to apply equally in this case. Nevertheless, since you cannot argue over here that you're only a, a worker, Practically speaking, you are ne ne Plus, it's probably not Hefsa Meruba, though I can't know that for sure. It would seem that the head of the Chassam does not apply, and therefore the Chorah should be avoided. Um, just quickly, say the case of the of catering at office parties. Um, so, bottom line, this is all based on, on another Gemara of Zara. I haven't put the man in here, but if somebody places an order with a caterer, and the caterer then supplies the food to whatever party he's, he's, he's putting on for his workers, which is obviously nothing to do with what time of year, whether you do it as an end-of-year party or, or an end-of-tax-year party, like some companies do, um, whenever it is, and you're supplying food, which is trade Midoraisa, then if you're placing the order and um, that's being catered on your behalf directly, then that would be also for the same reason that would be called Isla because you're giving a, a gift, effectively. It's, it's a type of matona. It's not part of their salary or anything. It's a type of matana. The way that this can be done, however, is if you allow the employees to place their own orders or to choose from a menu or something like that, and then you pay the caterer afterwards, in that case, it would not be called the Oschoira because you're only paying after they've taken it and they've chosen it, and that would not be called an Oschoira.